Hello, everyone. Welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Subhash Kari, an executive president and chief innovation officer at Infocepts, overseeing our global practices and delivery organization. Today, I have with me Mr. Danish Bavsar, Director of Global Data Governance at McCain Foods. Danish, it's a pleasure to have you with us today. What does a mature data governance practice look like in an organization? What are some of the indicators that you consider? Or like, you know, if I could say, like, you know, what does data governance nirvana look like? Yeah, for me, I would say um, my ideal target state would to have embedded data governance. And that's embedded into the day-to-day -day, um, of every employee, right? That comes across data in an organization. It doesn't have to be councils and, and specific roles and responsibilities. I think that's important. We need to have that. But I also want to be able to drive the literacy to all frontline employees and all levels of the organization. That's making sure that we take a few extra seconds to understand what data we're creating, who we're sharing it with, um, making sure that at the point of entry, the quality is good, right? Typically what happens is, oh, it's a, it, I'm just entering data at someone else's problem. I'm sure it'll get fixed downstream. No, data quality really starts at the source. And it's, it's that first point of entry that we wanna make sure that we capture that. And so I wanna be able to get to a point where everyone across the organizations thinking about data, the importance of good quality data, the importance of making sure that's secured and protected. And once I get to that point, then I know I've got embedded data governance in the organization. That's, that's awesome. Um, so, you know, I, I guess I think like a similar to you to, to like you mentioned about marathon, right? I think like, you know, it's all about continuous improvement. It's about making progress on a day by day basis, uh, maybe embracing more automation, uh, more self-service. And uh, I love the phrase used like embedded data governance. Again, one of those nuggets that I'm going to carry with me. Uh, what advice would you give to a CEO looking to embrace data-led business transformation? What are some of the biggest obstacles standing in their way to make progress in this area? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest advice I would give is to be curious, right? Be curious about data. Uh, be curious about what data and data insights can bring to you and your organization. Um, I think it's the curiosity that will really transform the organization when it comes to our data transformation program um, and what that data strategy looks like. Uh, typically, when we, when we get into a space of AI and data and, and so forth, um, it can become very overwhelming, right? Um, and you hear so many things are happening in the space, whether it be data mesh, data fabric, what have you, um, you know, you can get very lost very easily. So I would say, be, first, be curious, and then really be just focused on where you want to make that incremental improvement. What are those, some of those processes where you feel that the data can help you um, and make that improvement? And, and, then, and then hone in on that process and, and really figure out what those use cases are, figure out where, where we can make the improvements, and then use that to propel to the next phase. Like I said, you know, it's a marathon, right? So it's not a sprint. Um, and it's literally one use case at a time, one uh, business impact business owner at a time they need to address. Yeah, yeah. So culture of curiosity, you know, I love that, uh, love that advice, Danish. Um, so closing in, um, Danish, you know, uh, these days I think like, you know, uh, the younger generation, right? Like, you know, the Gen Z's as they call, most of them basically like, you know, are uh, trying to get into the data and AI space. Mm -hmm. um, and so my question to you is like, you know, what advice would you give to 
uh, data analytics professionals about developing skills useful for the data journey? Yeah, I would say, you know, you have to stay current. Um, you have to uh, know exactly where the space is headed, uh, whether that's very technical in nature, a data science space, whether you want to be in SQL, Python, all the various uh, coding applications and languages. I think you got to have to figure out where you want to play. Um, and there's really great career opportunities when it comes to data engineering, data architecture, or data science. Uh, I think, you know, explore that, understand what each one of those means and, and what that looks like, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, data science didn't exist that long ago. And, and look at the steam and, and, and traction is picked up. Um, so I'd say, you know, focus on that and really, really focus on what, what interests you about, uh, about data and data analytics, um, because I think it's a great place to be in because you get all aspects of it. You get to work very closely with the business areas. Uh, you get to work very closely with the technical skill sets um, that you want to build. And, and you get to learn a lot about uh, different aspects of your organization that you wouldn't otherwise. Um, and so I think it's a really good opportunity for people to uh, embrace data, uh, being able to leverage that uh, for their career as well. Um, but I think it's a, it's a really good place to be in. Yeah. So, um, so Danish, I think like, you know, great, uh, great responses. You know, I personally, I think like, you know, even uh, though I've been a practitioner in this field for a number of years, I can uh, learned a lot from, from your experience. Um, you know, any closing thoughts you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, I think I, what I would say is uh, I've had a, a rewarding experience um, being in business transformation and strategy, but I feel like the last few years being in data um, and everything that comes with it, everything from the risk side of things to regulatory requirements to analytics um, to the various debates that I have with my colleagues and peers in the industry as well as uh, in my organization here, it's been uh, it's been very rewarding, and I think. It's uh, it's only going to expand as we get in as we get more into AI space and, and machine learning etc. Um, I think the opportunity is quite endless, but that also means that the responsibility is just that much more uh, valuable um, and, and and strong. So I think um, for me it's like it, it's it's been a great experience, and I would encourage anyone to get into the data space as well. So, uh, Danish, you know, uh, great, great conversation. I think, like, you know, if I can just summarize, uh, like, you know, what I am taking away from this conversation. Uh, first, I loved your advice, um, you know, to the CEO about being curious about what uh, data can actually do for your business. Second, you know, I admired how you framed, like, you know, that data is not a technology problem. It is a business uh, need. It's a business problem, right? So we have to look at it from that lens. Um, I love basically how you mentioned, like, don't throw, uh, you know, technology, um, you know, or basically like, you know, like buzzwords uh, at, uh, at the data governance, uh, like, you know, topic, right? Like, you know, start basically with uh, use cases, uh, see, I think, how you can reduce risk for your organization. Uh, and then ultimately, like, you know, what you mentioned, the Nirvana is like, you know, the concept of uh, embedded uh, data governance, right, where this becomes part of day-to-day. Uh, uh, operations like a way of life. So thank you, I think, for sharing your thoughts. And I hope uh, that our listeners would um, uh, enjoy listening to this as well as uh, taking away and applying that uh, in their business. Thank you, Danish. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it.